Thought Bubble Audio. Up in the sky! You will never find the more wretched hive of scum and villainy. Welcome to Beer with Geeks with Tim and Frank. Who <laughs> are I'm Batman. I am Iron Man. Your friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. Hi, Christopher. I'm Nero. My name is Inigo Montoya. You're a wizard, Harry. A couple of guys with a couple of beers and a whole lot of pop culture nostalgia. Make it so, number one. Ladies and gentlemen, the Beatles! Name the dog in the ant. Life finds a way. I am serious. And don't call me Shirley. Now sit back and crack open a cold one. Because it's time for Beer with Geeks. It comes in paints? Shaken, not stirred. Great Scott! I was way off. I knew it started with an S, though. Hi, and welcome to Beer with Geeks, where two geeks geek out with beer. I'm Tim, and with me, as always, is my cyborg-enhanced friend, Frank. How are you today? I am doing quite well, my friend. I'm, I'm feeling robotic and wonderful. I actually am cyborg-enhanced. That's not a lie. I know. That's why I went with that one instead of, you know, my visor-wearing friend or something like that. <laughs> right. I, right. I, went with the, I went with the cyborg-enhanced. Right. My That's bratty cool. clone friend. That doesn't really work either. Nope. Mm-hmm. No, right. you're not bratty. No. Yeah. <laughs> I thought you were say you're not a clone. <laughs> I was, you know, I meant I meant to say you're not a clone, and it came out you're not bratty. Wrong one. That's fine. Like, oh, I ruined it. I ruined the good joke. It's it's fine. It's fine. Anyway, Frank, are you drinking something today? I am drinking something today. Uh, so I have I have a. Uh, fridge that is stock full of good beers right now and i'm i'm pretty pretty stoked about it um there is there is so my my cup runneth over it's an embarrassment of riches um and i've been enjoying this um fiddlehead brewing second fiddle double ipa that is just delightful it is it is a um it's very hoppy um it's a little heavy but it's a really really solid um solid beer that I really, really uh, have been thoroughly, thoroughly enjoying. So Fiddlehead, uh, Second Fiddle, Double IPA. And uh, I, I, if you're a fan of, of IPAs and sort of heavier on the heavier side uh, of that spectrum, I would, I would recommend it. Well, that's cool. That's cool. Um, do, you, do you find that you have tons in your fridge? Or are you, like, are you now running low on your big stock of i i still have quite a few i still have quite a few in my fridge um i've got like one to three bottles or cans of like five or six different beers it's it's a lot we we threw a party i think i mentioned we threw a party a couple weeks ago and uh, a lot of people left behind some some very delicious beers that they brought as sort of host gifts for the party so um yeah i i am you know benefiting from that very much but have you been drinking anything interesting lately Yes, I am drinking a Revival Brewing Company Fanny Session IPA. Revival Brewing with, Fanny are Session. Familiar, are you re- familiar with Revival? They're from Rhode Island. Oh, Rhode I, Island. <laughs> That's obscure. Rhode Island's <laughs> out visiting the necessary. <laughs> um, um, I, I, yeah, I think you've you've probably brought Revival uh, on the show before. It sounds familiar. I think I have. I think I have. So it's a um i mean it's a i don't know it's very it's very hoppy mm. i would i'm trying to i'm trying to think of a way to i'm trying to think of a way to describe it 
I don't know. It's just a it's just like a, a deep hoppy kind of kind of beer. It's it, it's good. It, hoppy is not always my go to, mm-hmm. but but twas given to me, so I shall drink it because it's in my fridge. It's great though. It's got a big elephant on the can, which is pretty fun. I see that. I like that. That's interesting. Yeah. Yeah, the, actually, a lot of their beers are really good. I'll have to send you some. Mm, yeah, that sounds great. I, I don't. Rec- yeah, I've, I've definitely recognized the like the logo and stuff. So I, I think you must have. You must have. I've definitely uh, had some on the show. Before yeah, you must have fridge. Yeah. yeah. So but anyway, cool. Frank, Frank, you were once dead and now you're alive as a cyborg. How do you feel about that? Alive. You feel alive. I feel like alive. I need to have a mullet. You feel like you have a mullet that's interesting i feel like i need Coming a mullet you oh that I'm yes, alive again. i uh, oh i agree you think you do need a mullet i think but don't tell anybody just get one i'll just wear a black suit and get a mullet and it'll be fine i mean you are wearing black right now uh, that is true that is and you already have a beard so really that's all that's missing is the mullet <laughs> <laughs> Actually, that's true. you're so close so anyways frank we're here to talk about the death and return of superman the newest additions to the dc animated universe franchise mm-hmm. right death of superman came out a number of months ago and reign of the supermen just came out uh whenever it came out january yeah very recent yeah yeah um very recent mm-hmm. i saw I, fathom events did that watching both in the theaters of um event did you end up getting to see them both in the theaters or no did you just wait till i saw them both at home I saw them both at home. Yep. Okay. I watched I watched Death of Superman when it when it came to digital a few months ago, and then I watched um Reign of the Superman the day that it hit digital um in January. Gotcha. A couple gotcha. weeks ago. What did you did do you what did you think about let's start with Death of Superman. What did you think about Death of Superman? I loved Death of Superman. I was a little skeptical going in because if you remember the very first DC animated uh film from this you know, set that they've been doing for the last 12 years or so, 13 years. Uh, the very first one was Superman Doomsday. It was the death of Superman story adapted. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I was like, well, they're doing it again. Like they're doing the same story again in the same. And it's not really the same universe because now it's a connected universe and, and all the stories are, are you know, happening in the same continuity. So they were doing a new spin on it for this continuity now that it's like, right. you know, basically like, like an MCU type of situation. Um, and I loved it. I loved this take. This was better than Superman Doomsday. Oh, way better than way Superman better. Doomsday from start to finish. It actually felt like Death of Superman, which yes, I, which I exactly. which I really liked. Um the the Doomsday fight itself in Superman Doomsday was pretty good, but mm-hmm. even now it doesn't it doesn't compare to what they're doing Agreed. in in their shared in their animated shared universe. And Oh, yeah, I really liked it. I wasn't totally thrilled with Jerry O'Connell when he was first cast as Superman for their mm. animated news, but he really brought it to this, to Death of Superman. Agreed. Yeah, and I think especially because it was adapted by Peter J. Tomasi, who is one of the most undersold oh. like writers at DC. He's just so good all the time. And one of the no hardest who, working writers at DC. Like he is everywhere. He's got his hands in everything everything and it's it's always stellar always Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. and he took the best bits out of death of superman i think and delivered a really solid film like you actually felt the threat of why doomsday was so dangerous because you know you watch him take out the entire justice league before superman even gets there right right that 
and just little even little things like Wonder Woman's the last leaguer standing yes man arrives like little like just little things like that where you're like, oh, oh Wonder Woman could do it she She's could do so it close she is yeah, so it's, close it's so and it really is it really does harken back to the graphic novel itself to the comic um, in that sense because that is how that sort of played out uh, in the comic was the Justice League was trying to stop Doomsday first and then Superman was the last line of defense and, and Superman stopped him but it, uh, only with the price of his own life Right. Um, and that's and that's how this played out. And it was beautifully done. Uh, such a great like much more, much more true to the comic. And and for my money, a much more enjoyable adaptation than, than Doomsday agree. was. I agree. And I think, well, it even took some bits out of your favorite film, Batman versus Superman, colon, Dawn of Justice. In the, you know, <laughs> the like colon is very important. It's very important. And in the, you know, like Doomsday's bones growing into like like arm blades yeah so it's not just superman and doomsday like punching each other to death but like you know like in in superman's final act to save lois mind you in in this animated version like doomsday turns his sights on lois classic lois throw a rock at him see if that what what that does you know desperation gonna do anything typical to your typical lois being a good person and you know doomsday turns on her and in superman flying and punching his neck out which was amazing like the full spin <laughs> it's so great but then for him to be just caught in the blade is really is really i liked it a lot it's way better than like just like bah, i punched you in the face right which you do see yeah. in this film you do get that you do get that big old one too but that's not the end of the fight mm. i i liked it I like that they also used the new 52 redesign of Doomsday, which I think is really cool with like the tusks on the side. Mm-hmm. I really, I, I, it's not for everybody. Yeah. I understand. I think it just adds just a little bit of pizzazz. Yeah. Makes them look a little bit less like the Hulk, just like enough that I'm like recognizably Doomsday, not Gray Hulk with bones. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I, I, I see that. I, 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 I can appreciate that for sure. Um, yeah. I just, I'm I don't, I don't always love um, Doomsday's ponytail when he has one. So I'm glad that sure. that 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 wasn't uh, a thing here. You don't like you don't like ponytails, Frank? Uh, not on my Doomsday. No, no. So I'll, I'll take the I'll take the bony neck protrusions uh, uh, instead of a ponytail. If that's uh, that's what it takes. I just don't think that that Doomsday, you know, should look like he was at the Jimmy Buffett concert. It just sure. I, I get that. I Pushed it away again in Doomsdayville. Dun, 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 yeah. dun. Just surrounded by sadness. <laughs> I just, I love the I idea of Doomsday as a parrot head. Pushed like, it away sip, in margarita. Sipping a margarita. And like, wearing a Hawaiian shirt. He's got a margarita and like a parrot on his shoulder. Oh my God. Destroys the planet. Just <laughs> sipping with a, mar- had a margarita. Well, good day's work done. <laughs> oh my God. Doomsday the parrot head. Uh, uh, yeah. It's a good it's a it's a good image. Yeah. It's Hawaiian a great. shirt doomsday. I want he's, he's got a camera around him, you know, sunscreen <laughs> on his nose. Tourist. Oh Tourist. man, I wanna, Tourist I wanna Doomsday. I wanna go to a uh, a Comic Con now and have an artist like do a commission of that. <laughs> Tourist Doomsday. Margarita Tour- parrot, Doomsday. Parrot head doomsday, yeah. Oh, that's brilliant. I <laughs> Somebody please make that and send please. please, please. Anyway, I think 
I think Death of Superman works really well because there's a lot of character moments in mm-hmm. it. There's a there's a lot of stuff that makes you feel it makes you it's one of those like I make it makes you care about people very quickly. So even if you don't yes. have a super emotional connection to Superman or Lois Lane or Bibbo or you know, the Kents or whatever, you feel like you do by the end of that 75, 80 minutes, mm-hmm. however long it is. Um, and even like the Justice League itself feels like a family, like a team. So when they all start getting taken out, like they like it, it hurts to watch them go. So you feel their pain when exactly. Superman is taken out there. There's a great scene where they're trying to decide their next Justice League meeting. And someone was like, oh, what about Thursday, Thursday, this night? And Batman's like, I can't. I have a, I have a, um, I have a meeting with Damien's headmaster, and and they're like, wait, please tell me you're on the PTA. <laughs> you know, we need more cupcakes at the bake sale. <laughs> 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 it's so good. <sighs> it's it's little things like that that really, oh, the joy. Just, it brings me so joy. much joy. The joy, right? This is because they're having. There is such joy and such fun. So, like, it, it couples really well with the tragedy of the death of Superman. Oh, I see. Yes. The the juxtaposition of, of so much joy with these characters and the tragedy that's about to befall them. And yes, Ex- exactly. Totally. Exactly. Uh, so, all the way through, it's really great. Now, Return of Superman, fresh yes. in our brains. Yes. What did you think? I liked it a lot. Not quite as much as Death of Superman, but... Mm-hmm. Reign of the Superman, I thought, was a very a, a good part two to the story. I agree. I think part one is is one of their best entries in the twenty something films that they've done now. You know, include you know whether you're talking in their incontinuity universe or just a, a good adaptation of a story. It's one of their best top five. Agree. Probably. Oh, definitely agree. Definitely yeah. agree. Yeah, edges edges some other really excellent pieces out you know because yeah. there's some there's some really good ones um there's some really really good ones but it, this it just completely edges some oh it's like right up there with under the red hood or um new frontier which i know is not oh. everyone's favorites but i really liked it i did too yeah so wonder woman i really loved also wonder woman is an excellent excellent one yeah hmm i would say mask of the phantasm but that was produced mm. under a different set of yeah. circumstances this wasn't like when they because superman doomsday is the first one so right you know like moving moving from that list but anyway yes yeah, death of superman so reign of the superman i agree with you it's good it's really good it's just it's not the caliber of death of superman maybe that's just because reign of the superman itself is not as good as death of superman that's like, true honestly that that part of the story is a little weaker than the actual death of superman story itself so the, the, you know the, the source material is a little bit weaker to begin with so you got that um yeah, i think tomasi didn't write reign of superman either it was written by somebody so like you're missing oh uh, continuity like the, is not really there no it is i think but it, it, like no. you wouldn't i think the the um emotional heart that Tomasi brings yeah. is not as present in Reign of Superman. Sorry, I, I meant continuity. I didn't mean like it. Did. Obviously, the story flows one into the other. I meant more that like the it's not the continuity the, of the writer of the writer. Yeah. 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 Of the tone of the writer, I guess. Or it, yeah. Mm-hmm. Style. It, yes, I, I agree. Um, but it does. A, but it does a good job at here are these four 
different versions of Superman and we're going to introduce them to you and make it make sense for you, mm-hmm. which, which I think is good. They're all in some ways introduced in Death of Superman, which is which is nice when you go back and watch them back to back, like all of those characters are pre-introduced. For, you know, just even in little bits, the Eradicator is a hologram. This, you see the Superboy clone at the end. You meet um, Henry Irons, and who am I missing? Oh, yeah, and Hank Henshaw's like spaceship explodes oh, right. and whatever else. That's a whole scene in Death of Superman, right? So it, it does all tie. It all it does all tie together. So when they all show up again later, you're not like, wait, who are these people? Yeah, yeah. It's it's that that is really well done, and they 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 planned it appropriately like to have plant the seeds for part two in part one so that it all flows um they did that well and and now knowing realizing that it was two different writers that took some coordination to make sure like tomasi was going to put this stuff in part one so that the part two writer could then take it from there that's right i'll use my one look up i will see who i will see who is the writer of reign of the superman which what's your favorite out of the four cyborg eradicator superboy and steel who's your favorite i actually really like cyborg superman i always have been sort of drawn more to him um so it's funny that you said that i was a cyborg because um i think he's he is kind of my favorite now i love i love connor kent but and clearly this is him but this is not really him when he's become the version of connor kent that i love yet so so the metropolis kid slash superboy slash whatever um i don't he's such a brat that i find him annoying in this story i always do and i always have in any medium i always find him annoying in this story and then it's only later that i come to really appreciate connell for the great character that he becomes okay yeah i I agree with you, especially on the bratty thing. Don't mm-hmm. call me Superboy. Mm-hmm, I'm mm-hmm. the Metropolis Kid. He's so close to saying that in this. I know. In this, because he says, "Don't call me Superboy," and it just, I just say I Metropolis Kid. Just say it. I know. I uh, wish they just dropped it in once because they, they, their whole thing was that he's super. He's the Lex Corp Superman, so he's right, right. call him rolled Superman. out. A, rolled out a little bit earlier than he was supposed to be right and that's why he's a little young which i think is is great story selling point jim krieg is the other is the tim sheridan jim krieg um jim krieg wrote batman gotham by gaslight oh cool they're better adaptations like really solid awesome um so yeah i just um superboy just i like different versions of connor kent than the bratty Connor mm-hmm. Kent. That one doesn't do it for me. Though I do like the leather jacket, like one piece t- downward triangle. Like I like the look. I like lot. the look. Yeah. Yeah. I but um I am a um I am definitely more of the t shirt wearing Connor Kent yeah. variety. And and not not for me it's not specific to the costume. It's just about the who he is when he's wearing who, that. In yeah. those right, who is he when he's wearing he, it those are two very different types of Connor Kents. Exactly. So so I like that. Um Eradicator is always my favorite. Really? Yeah, I don't even know why even specifically. I just because Cyborg Superman is really cool. I really yeah. like Cyborg Superman. I don't know why I like the Eradicator so much. Maybe it's just maybe it's just aesthetically I think the Eradicator's suit generally just looks cooler. I kind of like the green visor for dumb reasons and you know, like I'm not I honestly really don't know what the answer is, but um and I think the twist on the Eradicator in Reign of the Supermen, the way that they, because I mean, 
John Henry Irons is basically John Henry Irons, right? Yeah. You know, and so, and then, um, and then Superboy is Superboy, and Cyborg Superman is Cyborg Superman. Eradicator is the one that they played with a little bit. That's true. That's true. Yeah, and I d- he- I did enjoy that. Um, I I, lo- I I I like I like the Eradicator just like in general the idea of it. Like it's a very cool, very eighties sci fi kind of concept, right? Like late eighties, early nineties of like, oh, it's the protector of Superman from who's meant to protect uh, Kryptonian DNA and and you know bring bring him back to life and all that is so interesting. And yeah, that twist of like. Uh, the energy coming from the eradicator into into Kal El um, yep. mm-hmm. was was interesting. Was really really cool. Do you like the way that they handled Superman's actual return in this in this version? Like why he returned, what he looked like, all that stuff. Yeah, I, I mean, what he looked like was pretty much right off the page, right? I mean, yeah. like mm-hmm. the 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 hair, the beard, the suit. Like it was pretty pretty uh comics accurate so i had no problem with that um and and his his reasons for coming back yeah i was i was fine with it honestly i liked it i liked it it was it's kind of a funky story anyway so i'm always open to different interpretations on it because i feel like it's it's a little uh it's a little contrived on you know honestly and it's it's we they had to bring him back right so they had to find some way to bring him back and they they strung it out over a year and then he came back so right I, I agree that it's contrived. I honestly think that the 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 most realistic, or not realistic by any stretch, that's not the right word. Um, I think the the reason I bought the most, which is controversial opinion, I think is actually in the Justice League film, why they bring Superman back, just makes sense to me. You know, like yep. you saw that machine give life to another Kryptonian before so there's precedent the reason that they need like they need him to come back there's precedent you know i don't agree with like necessarily like some of the dialogue that came along with it mm-hmm. like what was it like it was itchy blah 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 that stuff <laughs> yeah stuff. yeah but but like the actual like quote unquote comic book science behind it you know like i that feels it felt less like a shticky to me than mm-hmm. like, oh, he's a regenesis chamber. And, yeah. Oh, it's just like he's, he was in a coma, you know, and like things like that. I, it feels less like plot device to me than something because at least in the Justice League film, we had seen it do something like that before. So, yeah, it, I see what you're saying. It fit, yeah. it fit that universe well. I think so. I mean, I get that. I don't love the sort of Frankenstein's monster aspect of it that I get from from Justice League, mm, whereas sure. in the original Death of Superman and, and in this one, too, he wasn't really dead. He wasn't really dead. And that always bothered me ever since I first read the comic, you know, a de- decades ago now. Right. Um, I remember feeling like that. So he was never really dead. So like Death of Superman and he wasn't even really dead. It's OK, like the, he's a, he, he's uh, mostly dead. Yeah. You know, like it's uh. like. Yeah, he's he's mostly the mostly dead of right. the death of Superman. It's like he just his batteries were dead. Like he wasn't dead. The bat put a new battery in him and he's good. Recharge him and he's good. Like right. eh, it's a little. I want to, I I want to see a death of Superman play out like Princess Bride, where your Billy Crystal <laughs> bring him back with just like a big puff of air, and then his body doesn't work quite right when he's trying to fight everybody, and he's just like he can't move. Everything's like slightly paralyzed at first. Oh my god, that's that hilarious. would be that's like. 
Why has no one done that for me yet? Oh, <laughs> That's yeah. what I'm waiting for. <laughs> just just like the Eradicator being like, he's mostly dead. <laughs> like, he's not quite dead. Kellex being like, he's not quite dead. <laughs> I'm, I'm not dead. Yes, he is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. That's that's what I that's what I've been missing my whole life. That's I need it. that. I that's, need that sketch. That's what I need. That's the sketch that I need. So anyway, oh man, that's um. So so I like that. I really like that they changed his costume by the mm-hmm. end of the show because mm-hmm. they got they they got they did away with the the high collar that because they were all modeled somewhat mostly after the new fifty two mm. run of the characters and so but where some of them like. Some of those costumes really continue to work, and they still work. You know, Green Lantern and Aquaman, they all look fine. Superman's high collar doesn't really work for him the same way. Mm-hmm. It's a, um, and so I'm glad that they gave him a new costume by the end of the Me too. by the end of the film. I was very nice. glad. For, I was it very glad about feels that. Feels more like Superman when he doesn't have a high collar. That's it's it. Just, it's dumb, but it. Yeah. Yeah, it's dumb, but he, he just feels more like Superman when the, they do that. The high collar and those sleeves, like the sleeves that go all the way to the end. That, that oh, did, yeah. You know that with that weird little. I just don't. I don't. I don't. I never cared for it. Sleeves don't bother me. The high collar bothers me. The turtleneck it, definitely bothers me. Yeah, and it works. Like I said, it works on other characters. It just yeah. doesn't work for Superman. Agreed. Um, we'll talk about some other characters. Rebecca Ramon as Lois oh, Lane. She's great. She's, she's great. Really I would good. not have pegged her for a Lois. Like, I wouldn't have thought of her out of nowhere, I don't think. But she was awesome. Mm-hmm. Yep, I agree. She really, there's a real good emotional weight to her. And, like, a, there's a no-nonsense vibe about Rebecca Ramon that, that she brings to Lois, which is good. She's maybe, maybe because of the content, like a little sadder than I would mm, have sure. taken Lois for. Even in the before Superman dies, there's like that relationship woe between yeah. Superman and Clark that, that always comes with Death of Superman. Um, and I don't really ever really care for that side of of Lois because it doesn't it never really feels true to Lois for me you know the okay. worrying doesn't yeah. feel true to Lois but but I think Rebecca Ramon did a great job I, she embodied the character so much that I didn't like recognize her voice you know what I mean like I wasn't thinking like that this was her I didn't think about her I didn't I wasn't like oh yeah that's Rebecca Ramon like I was just in it like it, it was just she she really did a good a great job with the character um, same with Rain Wilson I didn't really recognize his voice Oh, see, that's the first time I watched Death of Superman. I was like, oh, I do not like I don't think his voice matches his body at all. Mm. And then watching it again in the theater, I was like, oh, no, he's great. Like, it actually took me by surprise how much I I turned around. I I turned around on it the the second time I was I don't know what happened somewhere, but I was like, oh, no, it does fit. And he is really good. And I don't know, maybe just because I knew it was Rain Wilson at first. I had a hard time separating them out. And then so when I was able to go back and just kind of listen to his performance for his performance, then and I like Rain Wilson and I'm not even I'm not a huge office guy. So I just like Rain Wilson because he's a talented actor. Sure. But I just sometimes um, maybe more, uh, I don't know, rambunctious Lex Luthor or something doesn't doesn't do it for me. I like measured Lex Luthor mm. and that's not what and that's just not what he is. But I yeah. guess Lex a lot of the times isn't actually measured. Um in in filmed versions, it, he's usually a little bit more. He usually is a little bit more f- outbursty. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So yeah, it's just hard to counter Clancy Brown. I think it's so true. 
So true. It's hard. Yeah, I mean, Clancy Brown is he's uh, for me still the best animated, uh, you know, best voice of Lex that we've we've had. So it's it's he's hard to top. Yeah, he is. And so, but I, I think Rain Wilson did a he did a good job. He was. Mm-hmm. In, I liked. It. He I, was a, a varied and interesting take on Lex for sure, and and did not sound like himself. So it was again like I was. He kind of lost himself in the character, and I really appreciated that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree because you are a big Office fan. Besides, so I am. I am. So, yeah, I'm a huge yeah. fan of the Office. So, mm-hmm. so yeah. I, I, the fact that I like barely noticed that it was him, uh, I think says a lot about his performance. So, yeah. it, it was, was good cool. stuff. I want to talk about Steel real quick. Sure. Um, I actually really liked Steel's costume. And me too. And, like mm-hmm. the like, you know, thrusters on the hammer and all that stuff. Like me too. that was really, really cool. I would love like a steel movie in this universe. Yes. Yes, I agree. I think because there's a danger in um, people going, oh, steel's just like Iron Man, you know, because because mm. Iron Man's so popular now. Steel, if you're not familiar with the character, is going to feel like a ripoff, you know, like man in a iron suit or whatever that's true but they have very different backs like they're you know uh john henry irons and tony stark are different enough but yeah i see what you're saying i think the concept of the man in the metal in the high-tech suit is you know an easy comparison line across the board but but he felt very different you know definitely an iron man even i think the hammer helps a lot actually in that you know the but there, the, he felt like there was a real heft and a weight to him, which is very hard in animation to make characters feel like they're they're actually weighted and they're not, you know, they're, they're they weigh zero pounds, they're lighter than air. But to mm-hmm. to be grounded, it was well done. I like his super base too, you know. Yeah, he had a little super. He has a little steel base, which was fun. I, I was I was into that. I like that a lot. Yeah. So I thought I thought he was he was a great great character, and and again, great work. Uh, on the part of Cress Williams, um, who has now done Black Lightning and John Henry Irons. Mm-hmm. Yep, he's just he's just steamrolling his way through everybody. I like so it. cool. I like it. Cress Williams is a he's a real good Black Lightning too. Good Jefferson. Pierce. Very very talented actor. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, man, he's got a gravitas to him. No matter kind of what he's you know he's got that. I don't know, Liam Neeson gravitas, I guess, if that mm, makes sense. Yeah, that's a yeah, I like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like yeah, it's good stuff. Cameron Monaghan voiced Superboy who plays uh, the quote-unquote Joker on Gotham. Oh, okay. Yeah, um very talk about talented actor. Jeez, Is that like, Jerome? That he Jerome, Gotham? Jerome okay. and Jeremiah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Jerome Jeremiah, Mr. J, all the variations that he's played. Cool. It's pretty crazy. Didn't realize yeah. that was him. Yeah, um, he did an interview. This is Gotham related, but he did an interview because the last episode or two episodes of Gotham take place ten years later, where like Batman is really around. Um, oh, the actor cool. who plays Penguin is going to be in a fat suit in like the whole nine yards. They're like doing like a an actual Batman episode. Oh, and Cameron Monaghan says that he he can't speak much on it, but what the character he was allowed to play in the last episode was the most fun he's ever had on the show. That sounds like, they, cool. They did it. If Batman's on the show, they're just going to let him do the Joker. Right. right? Which is, oh, it's just going to hurt. It's just going to hurt to watch that episode and be like, I'm never going to get any more of this. This is the end. So this is the final, the, the series finale is, is series. Be the-, the series finale is a 10 years later in the future Batman. It's basically I'm, what Smallville should have been. Right. <laughs> yeah. I might need to watch that, that finale then. 
just to just to watch it just yeah. for a good batman like a good hour of batman tv like why just you know why not mm-hmm. yep why not it's going to be like batman's greatest hits it's just, you know what i mean for 40 for 40 minutes i'm here for that i love mm-hmm. that <laughs> i don't I'm, i haven't been the biggest fan of that show throughout its run but like i'll watch an hour of batman like on t- if there was an yeah. actual batman show like i would totally be watching it so it yeah would be, it would be so highly rated i just don't understand why oh, I know. like it just feels like a missed opportunity across the board i know I know, you know, especially. I mean, we're getting, we're getting Batwoman. It looks like like we're getting the the pilot has been greenlit, and then we'll see if it gets picked up for series. But I will always say that it's nice in some ways that they just don't say, "Okay, here's a new Batman show," because you have audiences getting introduced to all these characters that they probably never would otherwise. It's true. You know, like why would you, you know, a studio take a chance on Batwoman if they were just going to make a Batwoman a Batman show, which they knew would probably do well, mm-hmm. most likely like 100% do well right you know so it it you know so there are good there are good points and bad points to it if you can make a superman show and they were allowed to probably never would have gotten supergirl or green arrow for that matter right you know so yeah it's yeah so it's all it's all good in its in its own way so frank this was a great conversation on death and uh, reign of the superman so you can find us on beer with geeks on facebook gmail and twitter and check out our website beerwithgeeks.com which links to thoughtbubbleaudio.com to check out all of our other thought bubble audio shows head over to patreon.com slash audio to donate even as little as 25 cents a week do- uh, rounds up to a dollar a month you know keeps the lights on ex- new content you know exclusive content for patreon that's you know, right basically the the extra ramblings and babblings of of frank ramblings and tim babblings respectively trying it out <laughs> so, <yeah. laughs> Love so, um, so anyway so you can uh so you can do that you can also find us on um twitter of course you know to to tweet at frank and and me at timothy pg13 and frank at frank ramblings so that's the whole kit and caboodle right right on cool all right well then until next time cheers cheers